Yeah. You see, some men see things the way they are and say, wow. I see things that never was and say, why not? Just wanna be there, you know? First Pumas, Navy Blue First wife, Keisha Wilson with love She was my baby boo Crazy crew, paying dues Few of us made it through Front window, Miss Gladys That was my favorite view Hated school, never went Hookie was better spent Right around the time to go by Smoke a dead president Devilish ever since Seeking for hope Needing some form of nourishment It's 88 Skin starting to radiate Hit on my baby face Mama big, I see that I'm near She finally gave me space Change of pace Consuming liquor, hopping up on some chicks' pussy, trying to undo a zipper. Gucci slippers, who can diss us? 40 deuce movie pictures. What out the way, but poetically, can I prove these scriptures? Drop show them, cars roll them, guns near my scrotum. Got locked, got bite out, gave what I owed them. Try when they very will, kill Poe, kill Phil. Murder Donald Jones, shot clip, hit Bill. Prince in prison, damn, yeah, I'm still living. I can see him up in heaven, my nigga. Dance to the rhythm, God, show me another way. So I can make these fuckers pay For sure I just wanna be there Quite a while, all around, try to style. One of the flies with the brightest smile, try me how. Save all the accusations, keep all the confrontation. I'm sitting, contemplating, trying to crack the combination. Move mystique mostly, must that I keep cozy. At time I creep dolly, this is what the East showed me. More on the music making, trying to maneuver relations. Stuck in the dudes that's hating, please don't make me lose my patience. I put it down for y'all, my face surrounds a law. My catalog consists of a hundred thousand balls. What up, world? What it do? Ah, shit, man. Ooh, I came in kind of rough on that motherfucker, man. Like the weed was getting past. What it do, world, man? Welcome to the Say Hello to the Bad Guy Podcast, man. It's Bad Guy Radio. I'm your host. I am your host, Cutter Kane, man. The bad guy, the devil himself, Detroit's voice. And yes, I am Detroit's voice. I'm the voice of reason, you know, the voice of education. And the voice of intelligently ignorant dialogue. And this is Detroit's most dangerous podcast. Now, I know, man, uh, you know, it's a few people, you know, with podcasts and and Internet shows or whatever the fuck it is you got going on. And you may feel that you are the voice of Detroit. And that's cool with me because I'm not the voice of Detroit. I'm Detroit's voice. And it's a, and there's a big difference in the two. So we're going to start the show off with that. Uh as Detroit's voice, you know, I am seen and held to a standard. Um, I'm looked at and seen as a capable voice of reason, you know, with the ability to speak intelligence and logic over emotion and personal feelings. Um, being not only the voice, but actually a voice of reason requires me to be responsible and accurate in my reporting and my relaying of information and also be realistic in my expectations 
in any given situation that I explore on my platform. Uh, my platform expands beyond nationwide. It's global at this point. Uh, so when I talk and speak or travel uh, anywhere in the country, I'm a representation of the city. Uh, this city, my city. And I'm a damn good reputation of the city if I do say so myself. You know, I, if I do say so myself. And if y'all don't say it, I will. I make this raggedy motherfucker look good. And I ain't afraid to say it. I destroy and knock down the barriers and the labels placed on the city. And I shed a different light than what's seen on most media outlets about Michigan. Um, in the cities of Southeast Michigan. Uh, whether it be Detroit or... Uh, uh, Flynn, uh, Saginaw. And I know some of y'all think that y'all out of town when y'all driving from Oak Park to Detroit. That's not really the case. You know, I, I be talking to some of you bitches. Y'all be like, yeah, I'm on my way to the city. The whole live on like nine mile and telegraph. It's like a three minute drive. But like I said, man, um, I'm a damn good representation of the city. Um, and I do so uh, while representing a demographic that rolls from poverty. And even with coming from poverty, you know, I'm a representation of those who have transformed and become successful businessmen, fathers, and overall productive members of society. Uh, we took the stereotypes, we took the excuses, we said fuck all that, and we rose above that shit. Um, you can put me anywhere in the room, anywhere on the map, any group of people, professional, street, otherwise, and I have the ability to adapt, uh, maneuver, out-talk, out-hustle the majority of nearly every motherfucker in that room. And not only maneuver around the room, but also do it at a high level. You know, we shine without trying. We excel effortlessly. We don't do none of that extra bullshit. We ain't with none of that. And, um, and that's what makes me Detroit's voice. And a fine example of the city, no matter what state or city I'm in. Now, if you want to be the voice of Detroit, I'm okay with that. Just don't ever get it confused with being Detroit's voice. Because that's me. And that's my shit. Welcome back to the show. Um, this represents my 25th episode overall, uh, which is somewhat of a, of a milestone in podcasting. Uh, I began in October of 2019. Yeah, Halloween. I dropped Halloween in 2019. That was my first episode. And I, I jumped into podcasting uh, not knowing if, if I'd even be good at doing this shit. You know, if, if, if it would be something that I would stick with. But I will say, I'm very happy with the results. And I'm very happy with where the show is going. And I'm very excited for the things that are, are, that are going to come. You know, not only for the show, but for my brand as it grows larger. Um, and I'm able to put more time into it. Uh, so far, you know, we had almost 60 countries. Nearly 800 cities. It was 772 when I left the house this morning. Uh, so... I got to thank all you guys, you know what I'm saying, for all the support. You know, everybody didn't provide me all the shares, y'all buying merch, y'all fucking with me, y'all shouting my show out. And I appreciate that, man, because I'm pretty sure when I get rich, y'all going to want to get into the shows for free. So it's best to support me now because I'm not taking no new friends when they cut the check. I know who all my cousins is. I'm not taking no new ones. Not accepting no applications. You niggas can stay where the fuck you at when the money come. Wherever the fuck you at right now, be there. Uh, moving along, because you know some shit just goes without saying. Uh, this is a this is a trying this is a very trying and troubling week for me. I don't have a problem saying so. Uh, today the the title of today's show is "Long Live Hooch," and um, if you know me personally, then you know exactly who Hooch is. Uh, Hooch is my granny. Uh, she passed away. Uh, June 24th, 2021, at the age of 80 years old. Um, you know, my granny down was very unexpected. Um, she wasn't sickly. She wasn't really in bad health. You know, she didn't smoke or drink. She didn't even drive. You know, 80 years old, never had a driver's license. I swear to God, I can't make this shit up. So, I mean, looking at that situation, you, you couldn't tell me she wouldn't live forever. You know, and I know that's a, that isn't a realistic expectation, but in my, in my mind, I just felt like I had a lot more time that I didn't have. Um, I, I've said this previously on my show. Um, I, I grew up without my parents. You know, my mama died when I was six. My father has been in jail all but maybe three or four years of my life. You know, so without having parents, 
my granny played a very, very large role in everything I do or, or I did. And she was pretty much a representation of the only thing consistent uh, that I ever known. You know, her address, that's the address on my license. You know, she handled all my mail. She answered all my calls. You know, she got the titles to my car. She got the keys to my house. Granny didn't held the work. You know, she didn't tuck the pistols. And whenever the police came to her house looking for me, she never hesitated to lie with a straight face. Now one for the fans. <laughs> you know, she, she, she encouraged me. You know, she comforted me. And she did her best to give me the advice that all young boys need. Um, even the ones that don't listen. And if you know me, you, you know for sure, I'm one of the ones that don't listen. And, uh, you know, her being here, you know, is going to change me forever. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I ain't going to lie. You know, I, I got that call that she was going, that she was gone. Man, I cried like a bitch. I'm, I'm telling you, hey, listen, I was on the floor slobbing. It's not coming out to nothing. I ain't know I had it in me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the emotions poured out on another level. And um, they were emotions, you know, that I kind of never knew I had. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of death in my time. And, um, you know, having lost both of my parents, you know, I was kind of in the mind that there wasn't a loss that could affect me greater than losing the people, you know, with whom maybe and where I came from. But I'm going to tell you all something. <laughs> Listen, I was 100% wrong. I was 100% wrong. You know, losing my, losing my mom and dad hurt me. But being so young at the time, kind of lessened the impact because I didn't really get a chance to spend the amount of time with them that I spent with granny. You know, she been with me my entire life. So her not being here is, is going to definitely take some time, you know, uh, you know, getting used to. Uh, and, you know, on top of that, you know, her death being unexpected, you know, that also kind of throw you for a loop because, you know, usually, you know, with older people, you know, you see it coming. You know, they kind of, they tend to be sick or they get weak over time. But that didn't happen with Granny, you know. And I, I think that's why it hit me like it did, because I didn't see it coming. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thankful, you know, that, that I didn't have to see her fall from grace. You know, I, I didn't have to see her be sick on her way out. So I'm going to always remember her as the person she was and not sick in a hospital bed or in a wheelchair or no shit like that, you know. So I'm thankful for that. Although, you know, I, I wish she could have been here forever. You know, I, I spoke at her memorial and I made this statement. Uh, and I, I really mean it's like, even if I had her, you know, a honey more years, it still wouldn't have been enough. You know, and to this day, you know, or to, to the to end of my days, those will always be the truest words uh, I ever spoke. So I just want to say to my granny, baby, I love you. Thank you for everything. You know, you done for me. This episode... Uh, the episodes that came before it, the episodes that come after it, they all dedicated to you. So until we meet again, long live the big hooch. I love you, Granny. It's always no words for the fans. That's my baby. Yeah, and that was her on the ad. Hit that one more time for me, JG, because these niggas be snitching. Granny, you got any words for the feds? No words for the feds. No, no words for the motherfucking feds. I know y'all probably listening. Granny spent you bitch ass niggas when y'all came to the door looking for me, didn't she? Yeah, I know she got you. Put your ass in the blender real quick, fuckers. Nah, I'm, I'm going to take a shot real quick for my granny. She didn't drink, man. Maybe maybe a mystic back in the day or a Hawaiian punch before they whatever, you know, maybe some shit. A Michelob with a Domino's pizza. That was our meal. When we was, She had me playing cards with her in the bed all day. We eating, drinking Michelob Ultras, eating Domino's pizza. We don't, yeah, that's all she wanted, man. She didn't want much shit. So one time for the big hooch. Uh, also, I would be re I would be remiss, you know, if I didn't say thank you to everybody who reached out. Um, all the phone calls, all the wall posts, all the DMs. You know, I thank everybody who took time out to reach out and and, and check on me. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for y'all 100. Um, percent I know I'm still getting used to it. I'm still dealing with it. So I, I really haven't had the time to respond to everybody. Um, so I kind of hope you guys accept this blanket statement and accept it and know that I'm grateful that y'all had me and y'all thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm just getting back to it. I didn't, I didn't expect to record today. 
I didn't know when I was gonna get back in the studio. I said, I'm barely going where I ain't really doing shit. But you know what? My baby would have been pissed off at me if I'd have been sitting at home playing it like a pussy. You know what I'm saying? I can see her right now telling me to get off my ass and get on my grind. So that's what I had to do. Shout out to my nigga JG for, you know, answering the phone for me when I caught <laughs> when I when I when I called him out of nowhere and I said, Hey, listen, man, I gotta get into the studio today. He said, Man, I'm flying out tomorrow. I said, I gotta get in the studio today. And my nigga accommodated me. Uh, so I appreciate that. So anyway, man. Now, and I got all that soft shit out the way, you know what I'm saying? I also feel the need to say this because it just needs to be said. It kind of leads me to a bigger point. I had several people, you know, who reached out to me, um, you know, and, and provide their condolences. And, you know, I appreciate all that. Not here to take that for granted. But, I, but you know, several of you uh, felt the need to provide me with stories you know, of your personal losses. You know, I don't take nothing from nobody pain. Um, I don't take nothing from nobody's sense of loss. But I want to tell you just, you know, just for future advice. Uh, interjecting your loss of story while providing condolences to another person is some of the most selfish, inconsiderate ass shit you could ever do as a human being. Um, I got a few messages, you know, a few DMs, you know, maybe texts, you know, where people, you know, the conversation kind of started with them being sorry for my loss. And it kind of went from them being sorry for my loss to becoming stories about how they lost their grandmother or mother or aunt. And I'm going to be 100% honest, you know, it, it kind of reminded me why I kind of hate talking to people. And it took everything in me not to cuss some of you motherfuckers the fuck out. Um, we as a people... Needs to learn communication is about communication. And we need to normalize. Yeah, I, that's the new word you motherfuckers like to use and say so much. We need to normalize allowing people to grieve without interjecting ourselves and our own personal stories into the spotlight when that person is sharing personal grief. If my daddy died today and I'm hurt about it, I don't need you to tell me about how your daddy died six months ago in the midst of you providing me condolences. Because in all honesty, at that point, I don't really give a fuck about your daddy. And like I said, I'm not taking it from so nobody lost. This is a communication problem across the board with people that I see. Um, even if I did feel sorry about a person going through the same problems that I was going with at that time, grieving doesn't necessarily allow your level of empathy to show where I could be even able in a position to provide you com comfort. So I'm kind of healing myself. And it, listen, it wasn't Well, fuck me up, man It wasn't one or two people who did this shit No, it was several You know, the conversation would go from I'm sorry for your loss And them telling me what's going Then it, it automatically transcended to what they had going on You know, my granny's in hospice right now And I know she's gonna die So why do I give a fuck about that? You know what I'm saying? Some shit is just better left unsaid Stop trying to steal people's moments This is not a fucking pissing contest To the race for grief I would rather a lot of you motherfuckers just not say nothing to me. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not all right. I'm not okay. And you will get fucked up. And that's across the board. Um, seriously, I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious as fuck about that shit. No, I'm not okay. You can say this. So say that shit. I'm not. And I don't want to hear that you know how I feel because you don't. Keep that shit to yourself too. That's the most. Imp I don't even know where y'all be getting this shit from. Your communication skills suck and it shows. And like I said, it's just not in conversations about death. No, it's really in conversations about everything. You know, if a person is confiding in you, you know, just give them their moment without always relegating the conversation to your personal struggle. It's irritating and it's offensive. Um, you, you, you tell somebody about a problem you got at work, they instantly telling you about their problem at work. You tell them you got a problem with your car, the subject is switched. I'll be talking about their car. We as a people have become accustomed to listening to respond instead of listening to listen. Just shut the fuck up sometimes. Um, and I feel like this this breakdown in communication uh is a is a is a key in failure to communicate across all levels. You know, just so we're gonna normalize. Just that, 
this is that's y'all word. We're gonna normalize listening just to listen. That shit works wonders. Some of y'all talk too fucking much any fucking way. Y'all said it. Fuck you. Fuck your mama too, whatever. You don't want to listen, don't listen. We, we back. Anyway, like I said, you know, today, it's been a, it's been a week, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't had a hell, I didn't had a hell of a week. Um, another big event that occurred this week, believe it or not, is I turned 35. Yes. I turned 35. Big hunk out here. The OG. Triple OG. Yeah, I turned 35, and um, you know, although I know I don't look a day over 25, you know, because uh, niggas that deal crack don't lack. You know what I'm saying? Was that how it go? Oh, no, it's black don't crack. She's uh, my fault. My fault. I, listen, I thought it was niggas that deal crack don't lack. It's black don't crack. Okay, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, anyway, I'm 35 years old now. Um, my birthday was July 12th. Um, I turned 35, you know, which is crazy because uh, the life I lived, you know, I had no expectation uh, to live as long as I have or to be doing what I'm doing now. Uh, I know a, I know a lot of people say that, but I was tripping, man, for real. And, and depending what day you catch me on now, I get the tripping again. Shit, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, my birthday was Monday the 12th. And what was so significant about my birthday being Monday the 12th is my granny's funeral was Sunday the 11th. So uh, I had to say goodbye, you know, to, to one of my favorite, favorite people in the world. And when the, when the clock struck 12, boom, it was my birthday. You know, it, it, it was my birthday. I tell you something, man. Uh, the the most high Jesus, Jehovah, or whatever, whatever y'all call him, nowadays that motherfucker has a real sense of humor. <laughs> he has a real sense of humor. I never imagined, uh, you know, saying goodbye to my granny, and then turning around and then having to celebrate my birthday. Uh, but I got through it. You know, and we going we gonna party regardless. You know, y'all know how I do it. You know, every day is a Friday around this bitch. You know, I, I don't need no B-Day to find a reason to get fresh, you know, or get fucked up or hop on the, I don't need no, I don't need no, uh, no date. So fuck it, we partying the rest of the month. It's on, it's up. Uh, it's on, it's up. It's Bad Guy Radio, nigga. Listen, I don't have a topic today. Um, like I said before, you know, I actually had no plans at all to record. But I knew, you know, I, I had to get back in the studio. I had to get back to life altogether, you know, because my, my granny would be upset with me if she knew I was around here moping like a bitch. If she if if, if the big hooch knew I wasn't tending to business, uh, she had some choice words for me. So I had to get in the studio. I had to I had to get to it and I had to get back to life because, you know, that's what she want. So with that being said. You know, welcome to Detroit's Most Dangerous Podcast. And like I said, you know, this is Detroit's Most Dangerous Podcast. This is also Detroit's fastest growing podcast brand, and it's hosted by Detroit's Voice. So I guess I'll give y'all, you know, a taste of some of my regular programming. You know, if you will, some of my cynical asshole behavior. Because that's why y'all tune in, right? Y'all tune in to listen to me. Hold these hams lives and make niggas look stupid. And I'm pretty fucking good at it. Pretty fucking good at it, if I do say so myself. I'll, I'll, I'll wander into the, into the studio, you know, once a month, once every two months, depending on how I'm feeling. And then I just run up all the views. Numbers don't lie, nigga. They don't. So listen, let's start with this. Uh, because, you know, like I said, we're going to get to my regular programming. Granny, I love you. I'm going to get back to you in a minute. Uh, let's start with this, you know, because it's summer. And uh, like I said, you know, I never try to miss an opportunity to let you niggas know how stupid you are. You know, I'm, I'm, here, to, I'm here to educate. I'm here to entertain. But I'm also here to be the father a lot of you niggas never had. Or call me Big Unk. Because a lot of y'all niggas' mamas can never have babies out of her mouth. But that's a different story for a different day. Okay? 
Um, let's get started with this, man, because I'm seeing a lot of this. You know, it's summer. Uh, everybody done brought the scats out, the cats out, the bins is the caddies, and I'm just looking through crime in the D, and um, I see a lot of y'all cars are getting stolen. A lot of y'all cars getting stolen. You know, y'all y'all posting them on social media, asking for information on the car's whereabouts instead of calling your insurance company. Now, that's confusing to me. So I, I posed a question one day as to why when y'all cars are getting stolen, y'all posting them on social media instead of calling your insurance company. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I knew the answer. But like I said, I couldn't pass on the opportunity to give you niggas the opportunity to revel in your own stupidity. Listen, stop buying $50,000 cars with no fucking insurance. Okay? We live in Detroit. The crime rate is high. And these niggas will steal the stripes off a motherfucking tire if you give them the chance. I'm sorry, a tiger. I'm for real. Nigga, a Detroit nigga will steal a tiger's stripes, and that's impossible. But I guarantee you that motherfucking tiger walk up grassy, that bitch coming out stripeless. Niggas gonna find a way to take them bitches. They gonna skin his ass. They gonna skin his feline ass. He walk down grass. Gonna be one orange and pink motherfucking. T- if that if, if that tiger walk from six mile to grass to eight mile, nigga, it won't be. It be that bitch. It be skinning bones. Nigga, Detroit niggas are still every motherfucking thing. And like I said, man, we all know this, you know. So insure your vehicles, you know, because the bitch will disappear quick. What my nigga Dre Day? Shout out to my nigga Dre Day, man. He always hold me down on a promo. What a nigga say? He say y'all be off the no insurance. And I know y'all be off the no insurance because y'all be ready to fight niggas at car accident scenes and shit over cracked headlights and shit. That's why niggas be shooting y'all on some road rage shit. Because y'all jumping out on niggas at red lights for putting dents in your doors. You're going to keep dying you doing that dumb shit. You hit my car, nigga, I'm calling Jake from State Farm. I don't give a fuck. What's the other bitch name? What's her name, JG? Jan? Who, who the bitch on the progressive? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Flo! <laughs> What's up, Flo? Shout out. Y'all been to call Flo for a quote. Because y'all niggas going to keep getting y'all asses killed. Jumping out on these Detroit niggas about these goddamn cars and these goddamn lights. 50000 on a fucking car with no insurance. That's how I know you niggas is stupid. That's how I know you stupid. You nigga, 50000 50, on a whip. Oh, I, I forgot y'all probably identity theft and stole them CPN or whatever the case may be. But 50000 on a car, nigga, you ain't going to drop two, three. Just so that bitch can disappear and you not care. Dummies. And listen, just a heads up, you know, if your car does happen to disappear, stop putting the car on social media asking if we've seen it. Because most likely, we haven't. And even if we did, we're not calling your ass anyway. We're not DMing you. We're not doing none of that shit. We do not work for the Detroit Police Department. Okay? Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. All we're doing is laughing. You know, really at the fact that you got a $50,000 car with no fucking insurance. And don't tell me you got insurance because you, if you had insurance, you just call your fucking insurance company. I don't even want a car back after a nigga steal it. If you just stole my shit and hit the corner hitting curbs and took it to the fucking races and did donuts in on the intersection, I don't even want the motherfucker back. Keep that bitch. So I'm going to be honest with you, man. We laughing. The whole world, they're all going to laugh at you. Like on Carrie, we're all laughing at you. And I've been seeing nice cars too, man. Benzes, caddies, scats, cats, all kind of shit this week. People posting it up. If you see this vehicle, please give me a call or DM. Nigga, that bitch is gone forever. You hear me? They breaking that bitch down. That bitch, your Hellcat engine is in the old school right now. Nigga put it. Took the 454 big block out and put the Hemi scat package in there. Courtesy of you, nigga. It's a donation to the streets. And then you know something else, too, that fucks me up with that, though? They be like, yeah, I'm offering a reward. 
How the fuck you gonna offer me a reward for a stolen car and you couldn't even pay to get the bitch insured? I'm not a $5,000 reward for the car. I like a goddamn fool. Shit, nigga. Pay progressive and stay firm first then, bitch. You can pay me. Niggas love saying, oh, we can't have nothing in Detroit. Yeah, you're right. You can't have nothing in Detroit. And guess what else, bitch? Water is wet. What else is new? Detroit been stealing since Detroit been named Detroit. Straight up. Y'all don't know where the fuck y'all live at by now? Y'all, y'all don't know? All right, well, learn the hard way. In the meantime, you know, my only advice is, you know, smarten up dummies. Smarten up. Hey, shout out to Big Kwame, man. Kill Pat. I'm not a fan of y'all, Mary, but we're going to shout the nigga out for getting out of jail. Shout him out, JG. He's out. He is out. Now, listen, Kwame is free, you know, and I know you guys are happy. I, I have no idea why. I don't. Nigga robbed y'all, got the fuck on, didn't really pay the restitution. Doesn't have to live in the city that he destroyed. He's out there living in a fucking mansion in the gated community. And y'all poor asses is buying food, buying uh, chicken wings from Captain J's on a food stamp car. Happy that he's out. I'll never fucking understand it. Y'all you, you, you celebrate and revel in the wrong shit. Um, if a nigga steal from me, I wouldn't be jumping up and down at the thought of him being released. But you know, that's just me. You know, he came in town. You know, he did a one night only at the church. You know, a lot of you motherfuckers know a one night only from the strip club, but he did a one night only in the church. Got him a check and pretty much got the fuck on. Came all the way home to rob y'all goofy ass one more time. Except for this time, he did it in the name of Jesus. I wonder how many times they passed the collection plate around the church that day when he was preaching. How many times you did that bitch went around? I say that motherfucker plate went around three, four goddamn times. Yeah, I drink to that. Shout out to a nigga. I, I, I love a finesser until they finesse me. And we ain't friends no more after that motherfucker. Hey, listen, if you was at the church when Kwame was passing that goddamn plate around, tap in. I need a full report. But on, but on the flip side, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Y'all see that young tender? That big gun got? Oh, yeah. Coach got him one. Y'all see that little young thing? That nigga, that nigga, that nigga up? Yeah, shit. I know y'all was surprised to see Kwame come home and bag a cold one. But shit, I wasn't. Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm a nigga from the hood. And if I know anything, I know firsthand Bitches love niggas in jail. Love them to death. Love them to death. Hey, listen, niggas in jail got the most faithful bitches. Uh, or, well, somewhat sort of. All y'all bitches getting banged, but they faithful in spirit. But that coochie getting tampered with, buddy. Yeah. It's a, it's a known fact. Bitches love niggas in jail. You know what else they love? They love dead niggas. Those are the two type of most eligible bachelors in Detroit, and those are the two types of niggas Detroit bitches love the most. I'm not even sure his new chick is from Detroit, but I wouldn't doubt it either. You know what I'm saying? Every, every bitch in Detroit got at least two dead boyfriends. I'm willing to bet whatever. These hoes got at least two, three different rest in peace shirts uh, that they sleep in at night. And they know the killer too. Welcome to your city. Now listen, I'm the voice of rational. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a rational voice. I'm sorry, I'm drinking. I know I'm always drinking at the show. That's just what I do. Take this sip one time, y'all. Two seconds. Uh, as I told y'all before, man. Listen, I don't wish jail on no nigga. I've been there before. Um, it's not fun. But as a resident of the city. You know, I take what that man did personally. And I'm not going to take or listen to all that the white man did it too bullshit that y'all be spewing as some type of green light that makes it okay for that man doing what he did. Um, the city is still suffering. The city is still broke. We still have some of the worst schools and one of the worst City infrastructures and the lowest paid city workers in the country. Now, I know a lot of you aren't bothered by that. 
but it also doesn't bother a lot of you that y'all are living in shit. And, and I'm okay with that. And you know, what's okay for you doesn't have to be okay for me. And that's where we can agree to disagree. Because I tell you what, the same people who wanted Kwame free are the same people who are complaining about the city's failing infrastructure. They're the same people complaining why it takes 30 minutes to an hour for police to get to them. They're the same people complaining why it's house is not tore down, all the other kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Something else. They are also the same people with water in their basement every time it rained in this motherfucker. The city and its subpar city services are a direct reflection of what he did when he was in office. And I'll stand on that forever, you know, regardless to who does or who doesn't. And whoever doesn't like it can go on 94 the next time it rained and take a swim in that shit. Yeah, because y'all niggas' cars, they was fishing y'all shit out. With no poles. Niggas was riding jet skis up warm. And, I, and, and that may be cute to you motherfuckers. But that's the reason why y'all will forever be flocking to Miami and Atlanta and New York and L.A. Instead of them flocking to you. Because your, your city is a fucking toilet. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all used to live in the toilets. I didn't see some of your houses. I see your kitchens when you sell them plates too. Dirty ass stove. Motherfucking shit piled up everywhere Kerosene heaters I, I can't relate to none of that shit I, I got the fuck up out of that And I'm done with it But you know Shout out to y'all Mary And shout out to that little cold thing he got If she got a scissor or something Tap on in I'm on I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram It's one bad guy radio I would say I'm on Facebook I can't stay out of Facebook jail To save my life Motherfucking Mark Zuckerberg must got some words for the feds because I can't stay up out there. Every time I breathe on that bitch, they put me out that motherfucker, man. What's what's more news coming out of Detroit? I'm about to get up out this bitch. I ain't planning to stick with y'all too long. What's what's more news coming out of Detroit? I always tend to talk my shit, but you know my biggest thing here is that when you listen to Bad Guy Radio, is that you learn something. You know, I, I try to give out information. That I feel will help the masses or it don't even have to help the masses. If I can help two motherfuckers, that's two motherfuckers that didn't have work before my drunk ass got in this studio. So I'm gonna give y'all some some more game. Um, I'm gonna tell you all this something that's going on in the city and then we're gonna wrap it up with some game and I'm gonna get on on my way. Um, more news coming out of Detroit is we have a new police chief. Uh, chief James Craig also known as the Hollywood cop recently announced his retirement. And in the midst of announcing his retirement from the Detroit police department, he also threw his name in the hat for governor of Michigan. Now I reported this story on my social media months ago. And people was in my comments, you're lying. Uh, no, I wasn't fucking lying. He's he's really running for governor. Um, against Big Gretch, who's a very, very, very popular political figure across Michigan, and also a white woman. Let's, we, we we can't miss that. Okay, now former Detroit Police Chief James Craig throwing his name into the hat for governor. Okay, cool. You got greater aspirations. You want to grow, whatever the fuck the case may be. But in the process of him doing so, he recently had a press conference where he announced his political allegiance. And during the course of him announcing and pronouncing his political allegiance, he revealed that he voted for Trump in the past two presidential elections. Now, that's going to draw some eyes uh, because we all know what Trump was about. I'm not even going to get into that. We're not even going to do this, but we're going to just keep it right over the, right over the, right over the road with this. We're not going to go left or right. We know what Trump was about. And this is a, a black police officer who was just the police chief in a major city. One of the blackest cities in the country. Detroit is one of the most segregated cities in the entire country. He was the leader of a predominantly black police force. And he recently came out as saying that he voted for Trump twice. Now, that's your fucking prerogative. 
Um, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. Whatever. Um, I don't, I'm not really a political person. Um, I'm, I'm not. I, I won't paint that picture. You know, one thing about cutting the bag our radio show is I represent everything I am fully. You know, I, I don't get on here with the fake most high and chakras. I don't burn sage. I don't do that fake religious shit. I don't play sacrificial. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not into just frivolous violence, but we'll fuck you up. Just It's what it is. You know, a lot of niggas don't respect nothing but the sword. And I'm okay with that because we can go there. But um, in my eyes, the fact that the Republican Party handpicked a law enforcement officer from a predominantly black city to go against Whitmer is mind-blowing. And the fact that Craig is even allowing himself to be used as a plant and token Negro is even more surprising. Even as a cop, I took him as a smarter individual than that. You know, but it's clear nobody is above shucking and jiving as long as the price is right. My opinion is Gretch is going to clean the floor with his ass next election. She's going to clean the floor with his ass. And the Republicans will endorse who they really want in the next election is four years after that because they knew she was not a one-term governor. Nobody's fucking stupid. She wasn't going to come in and go out. They promoted a lame duck nigga to go against Big Gretch just to pass the next four years and try to get her on the third time because she ain't fucking losing. She wearing buffs and everything around this bitch. They, y'all, they coming out for her. I'm coming out for her. I'm coming out for her. And I don't even, I, I ain't really been, I didn't vote until the last time because you know what I'm talking Granny told me vote. Because she didn't like the orange motherfucker. That's what she used to call him. The orange motherfucker. Uh, But like I said, you know, the election coming up after, what is it, 22 they vote? That's when the Republicans will, uh, you know, endorse who they really want. And I can tell you this, it won't be his black ass. He can go ahead and fade his oversuit, press conference, having ass somewhere the fuck else, them oversized suits. You seen that motherfucker oversized, them big ass Motherfuckers, get that shit out of here, nigga. Get his ass the fuck up out of here. We have, you know, whatever. Say, fuck him, man. Voted for Trump, clown ass motherfucker. Fuck Trump. I said last minute, fuck him. Fuck him all, shit. There's no words for the feds, JG. I ain't got no words for the feds. I ain't got no Granny, you got any words for the feds? No words for the feds. <laughs> no words for the feds, nigga. Granny ain't got no words for the feds. We ain't got no words for you punk ass politicians either. What I tell anybody, man, in terms of voting, man, look at what's in your best interest and look what works for your family and go for that. But if you don't vote, just don't complain when shit don't go your way because you passed up your opportunity to speak. Now, with Chief Craig leaving, uh, the newly minted police chief, his name is James White. Uh, he's a 24-year he's a 24-year Detroit police veteran. Uh, he announced some initiatives that I'm sure are going to be talk, going to be talked about very heavily going forward. And so I'm going to give you this information because I know you niggas don't read books or pay attention to news. So I'm going to help you guys you know with some slight information. Um, one of, one of the initiatives that chief Craig has announced, it was several, actually, some of them were related to, the nuisance of, nuisance of babes with home. Some are related to all of this draft and drip. These motherfuckers taking over the roads and doing donuts. Some of them were dedicated to that. Um, others were dedicated to him doing things on people with open warrants. But one of the biggest ones that I hope you know none of you guys pass up on reading about is one where he made a promise to go after businesses where violent crimes occur uh chief white announced that if your business is the location of a violent crime him the vice department and his officers will investigate your business to determine if your paperwork is right or if you should have been open in the first place and if you weren't they're going to shut you down they're going to shut you down and they're going to also take steps to have your building or your property forfeited through the Wayne County Forfeiture Program. If you don't believe me, go read it. 
I know some of you niggas can't read it. Get your baby mama to read it to you. I know some of you hooked on, hooked on phonics didn't work for some of you niggas. Your comprehension level is at a third grade level and shit. You can't really count good. So go look it up. And if you are from Detroit, everybody knows about the forfeiture program. You know, when they catch you at the races or after, after, alpha, after hour and they take your car and shit and make you pay the bond and shit. They're doing that to buildings now. Um, and just to give you guys an example. Two businesses that have fell victim to this initiative. Um, I got two off the top. I'm pretty sure these are there are more, but I don't got that type of time. Two businesses that have fell victim to this initiative. One, Mixed Bricktown. Pretty popular, like right around the corner from Nikki's, I think. Bobian or some shit. Bricktown. Um, they were closed after an investigation into the business. After a stabbing that left a man in critical condition in mid-June. Uh, calls the Detroit police to look into their license status. Um, he came there to investigate the the, uh, the stabbing of the young man who was left in critical condition. And once they uh, investigated his stabbing, they asked the business owners for all the requisite paperwork on the business, and they found out the paperwork wasn't right. And they immediately shut down the bar. Uh, Chief White indicated he had no idea when the license expired. He only indicated that at the time the license was expired is when the stabbing occurred and therefore he shut it down. Uh, the second business to fall victim to this initiative was the Chalmers Banquet Hall, which is located on the east side of Detroit, where just yesterday uh, six people were shot, including one fatally. Um, after investigating the shooting, uh, which, which I said six people were shot and one were killed, a subsequent investigation by the Detroit's Vice Squad revealed that the hall had not been properly licensed since 2013, which resulted in the hall being closed by police. Now, we in 2021 and niggas are getting shot at businesses that haven't had licenses since 2013. And, and, and y'all act like it's a conspiracy to catch y'all or something like that. Like this is elementary school shit. Protect what makes you money. Does that make sense? You own a banquet hall, get the like you motherfuckers paying you for parties every week. You can't even get the license done in this motherfucker. And it's it's really cause and effect because a lot of people are going to say, well, it's not the business's fault that somebody got shot. And you may be right. But the way the police see it is, this nigga wouldn't have been here to get shot if you weren't open illegally common sense right these issues fall in line um with something that i spoke on in my previous episode i don't know if it was evil genius you know listen to them all to get the message you know where i kind of stated people are opening up business y'all spending y'all ppp loans and pua unemployment on businesses but y'all not doing the necessary paperwork uh that revolves around the businesses that you guys are involved in and not being on top of your paperwork um, is going to leave you open to getting your business shuttered and your property confiscated in the event that something happens at your shit. Because it's going to be free, it's free to them. It's free to them to take your shit. They have nothing to lose. Even if they spend five grand on prosecuting your dumb ass, I get a free plot and a free building. We're going to recoup that in the sale. Because people are here buying property in Detroit. Property uh, pr prices are higher than ever. So they will, they got somebody to sell your shit to. Uh, so, you know, if y'all want to keep being stupid and keep taking shortcuts, I have no problem with that. Uh, me and my crew, we will, we will, we will gladly buy y'all properties at auction once the city takes those motherfuckers from you. Uh, and if you don't want that to happen Long story short Get your shit together If you made this business To get the money Protect your investment You know And that's my 
education versus entertainment lesson of the day. Now, outside of that, you know, as far as Detroit goes, you know, I believe it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. And I'm okay with that. Because stupid niggas provide me with great content and topics to talk about. And it keeps my plays running the fuck up. So I appreciate that. Keep scamming. Keep killing over niggas stepping on your shoes and giving you dirty looks. Keep killing niggas over these raggedy, sucking nigga dick into the designer outfit ass bitches. And I'll do my job. And I'm going to keep reporting on it. I'm going to keep reporting on it. Because the show must go on. So listen, man. I'm about to get the fuck up out of here. Like I said, man, you know, didn't really plan this episode, but I don't really plan none of them. Y'all know y'all going to hear from me, you know, when I feel like being heard from, you know, uh, but, you know, I, I appreciate y'all checking in. Uh, reach out. I got some new shit coming up, man. I, I Listen, I'm behind on schedule, but you know with me, man, when you the bad guy, man, you, you, you never behind. You kind of always right on time. You know, so, you know, until next time, you know, I appreciate y'all checking it out. Keep keep the fake runts out your blunts. Keep the Reggies out the blunts. You know what I'm saying? You know, take showers because it's hot. Take care of yourself, those kids. Or, I mean, you're not, y'all don't, if, if the kids is yours. Bitch has been finessing lately, I ain't gonna lie. If the kids is yours, I ain't afraid to say it. You know, we, we got a parent, I ain't even gonna get into that right now. Listen, I'm getting the fuck up out of here, you know, before I go. I got to say it one more time. Long little hooch. Granny, I love you, baby. You know what I'm saying? And it's always going to be Bad Guy Radio. And it's always going to be no words for the feds. Long little hooch, man. I'm gone. Granny, you got any words for the feds? No words for the feds. <laughs>